What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hello and welcome to Lunchbox Reaction. I'm your host, Linnea, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts, Brian Hello. and Evan. Hello. Today we're talking about the game Imhotep. Imhotep can be played by two to four players ages 10 and up. The game is named after an ancient Egyptian architect whose inspiring structures and tactics earned him fame. The game contents include 120 cubes, five sightboards, one scoring track, eight ship tokens, four supply sled tokens, 21 round cards, 34 market cards, and a rule booklet. When you play the game at first, the rules and the turns will seem pretty complicated, but after a few rounds of playing, you start getting used to how everything works and it becomes a lot of fun. The goal of the game is to transport stone blocks from your sled onto ships to various sites. Each site builds a different kind of structure and scores points in a different way. The game ends after a certain amount of rounds are completed. For each new round, you will draw a round card that shows you the four new ships you will get. Once all of the ships have been sailed to the sites and the blocks have been placed, the round will end. When it's your turn, you can do one of three things. If you want more blocks in your sled, the first thing you can do is to draw up to three blocks from the quarry. The maximum amount of blocks you can hold in your sled at a time is five rocks. The next thing you could do is to place one of your blocks on a ship. Keep in mind that other players can also place blocks on this ship that you choose. Be strategic in the order that you put your blocks onto the ship because it's the same order that they will be placed into the sites. The last thing you can do is to sail a ship. Any player can sail any ship even if the ship they're sailing does not have any of their own blocks on it. However, you can only sail a ship if it has enough blocks on it. There are five different locations you can sail your boat to. One of them is the market. The market includes four cards from a deck that can help you in your next couple turns. Another one that you can send your ship to is the burial chamber. You can unload your stones from the ship and at the end of the game all of the stones that are connected can earn you points. Another one is the obelisks. With the obelisk you can send your ships there and you can stack them and the more pieces you have stacked the more points you get at the end of the game. Another place you can send your ship to is the pyramids. 
you immediately can place blocks and earn points. And finally, the temple. In the temple, you can place your blocks in a straight line, and at the end of the round, any blocks visible from above will get you points. Scoring happens throughout the game. Sometimes points are scored immediately, sometimes it's after the end of the round, and sometimes it's after the end of the game. It's always kind of a mystery who's going to win. It can be pretty unpredictable because one person can be ahead for a long time, but then the end of the round comes along and suddenly someone else is ahead. Then the end of the game comes and someone else has 50 points and they suddenly win. This game is very strategic in its play. One thing you'll notice is that there are no dice in this game, so there's not much of a chance for randomness. About the only random element in this game is the little deck of cards that can help you in following turns, and you might get that if your ship had landed on the marketplace. But other than that, everything in this game is strategic. So where you place blocks, when the ships move, where they land, it's all up to the players. You might have a great plan, and then someone moves a ship, and you didn't think about it, and suddenly your blocks you know, that you had a great plan for are not going to be useful at all. So you almost have to think two or three moves ahead every time. That's one of the fun aspects of this game, is trying to place blocks in such a way that no matter what happens, you're going to try to get some points. So as per our previous game podcasts, we're going to play one quick round that you can listen to, and we'll try to be very descriptive of what we're doing, and that'll give you a feel for how the game works. Okay, so we've set up a game here, and I'll edit out the boring parts, and we'll just talk about some quick descriptions. So, Linnea chose to go first. I think for my first turn, I'm going to draw three from the quarry. So now I have five stones in my sled. I shall place a stone in a ship. So Evan placed one of his stones on a ship that has three open spots. Not wanting to be left out, I'm gonna place a stone on a ship right at, behind Evans. So no matter where he goes, I have one of mine there too. Now it's Linnea's turn. I'm also going to place a stone on that ship too. We all, we all love each other here. All <laughs> right, gonna go so together. now it's Evans' turn. I... Now each turn you can decide whether you want to grab some stones, place a stone, or you can move a ship. Well, I don't want any of us to get OP from this. So I'm going to have all of us get the same amount of points and go to the pyramids. Oh, but we get different amount of points for that, though. No, no, gotta take them off one at a time. Yep, so who, Gray gets two points. Dad gets one point. And Linnea gets three. Yeah, I get the most points. Okay, so now it's my turn. So now one ship has sailed, and we have three ships left. I'm going to place a stone on the little two-stone boat. I'm going to place a stone behind Dad. Okay, so that ship is filled. Now it's Evan's turn. I'm just going to send you two to the market. Go buy something cool. So now our ship is sailed to the market. Since I have the first stone, I get to pick a market card. So this is where a little bit of strategy comes in, because there are many different cards you can choose from. I think I'm going to choose the card that's called Lever. And this card lets me... When I sail a ship, I get to decide how the stones are unloaded, and I think that's probably a good tactic, because then if one of my stones is in there, I can put it on the most uh, 
the most powerful spot or the spot that's going to get me the most number of points. Okay, I'm going to do this red sarcophagus card. Um, immediately place one stone from the quarry into the burial chamber. So this way, no matter what, I'll get one point at the end of the game. So I haven't sailed the ship, so now it's my turn. I think I am going to... I'm going to put one of my blocks on the four-block boat. I'm also going to put a block on the four-block boat. I don't want to be left out. I want to put a block on the four-block boat. I will put one more block on the four-block boat. So I can either sail the boat where that, that we already all filled up and decide where that goes, or I could draw three other stones and then I'll have more than everyone else, or I could put my own block onto the one onto the boat that's not filled yet, and but that might not work because Dad could rearrange everything. So I think I'm just gonna sail this boat that's already filled up. I think I'm gonna put it in the temple. Dad can go here. I go in the second space. Evan goes in the third one, and Dad goes in fourth. Fourth one. So now, oh great, I get lots of points now. I think I'll just draw three now. Okay, I am also going to draw three stones since my little stone pile is empty. Mm, you just also draw three. Everybody's gonna draw three, yay! Now it is my turn. I'll just put one here. And I am going to put my stone on there, and then I'm gonna use my card. Oh, you have your card? I'm gonna sail a ship. And I get to decide where they go. You left me out. Yep, I left you out. <laughs> no. Where should I go? I guess I'm going to go here to the <laughs> no. obelisk. So I get an obelisk, and Evan gets an obelisk. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter the order. As so. long as I tie with Linnea, I'm happy. Thank you, Dad. You're gonna get more points than me, though. Now we look at all the boards out here. So the burial chamber has one stone in it, but we don't determine the points for that till the end of the game. The obelisks have... We're only playing one round. We're only playing one round, so yeah. But I'm just describing what we have here. The obelisks, there are two stones in it, but again, we don't decide until the end of the game. The pyramids, which we had three stones in, we scored immediately. So the only thing we have left to do right now at the end of this round is the temple. And so we look at it from the top. You get one point for each stone that you can see from above. So Linnea gets one point. So she moves her stone one point on the scoreboard. Evan gets one point. He moves his on the scoreboard. And I get two points. There we go. That's what the rounds are like. We play six rounds in the game total. That's the end of one round. And I'll take a picture so you can see what it looks like. So that was one quick round. Uh, anyone have any thoughts or comments? I'm never good at these kind of strategy games. I just like games where it's, it's just luck. I'm not good at strategizing what? stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Why do you say that? <laughs> I I just I'm just not good at guessing what other people will do in their next turns and stuff. Evan mostly just wins strategy games by not doing any of the strategy stuff and just trying to get as many points straightforward as he can. Yeah, you're thinking about Ticket to Ride, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's another he, game. He completely ignores the root cards and just makes as many tracks as he can. Yeah, we'll talk about that game sometime in the future. So I find this game a lot of fun. It's really a pure strategy game. You can think ahead. You can, But then no matter how much you think ahead, you never know what someone else is going to do, and they could ruin all your plans. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me when Dad sailed the ship that I was going to put a stone on. <laughs> 
And actually, I probably shouldn't have used that card because the place where I landed it, it didn't really make any difference, the order. So I wasn't really thinking about that. But yeah, it, it's a fun strategy game. It's a good quality game. The little stone pieces are all wooden. They're not cheap plastic or anything, so they have a nice feel to them when you're playing. All the boards are very thick cardboard. You can tell that it's a, it's a high-quality game. There are different versions of the game. Uh, if you see the pictures that I have on the website, when you look at the graphics on them, they say A. That's because on the flip side, there's also a B side, so you can play a totally different game. And I don't think we've ever played version B, have we? I don't think so. <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah, so I can't quite tell you what the difference of the rules are. We've never looked at that. Uh, the rule book, when you look at it, it might be a little daunting. I mean, it's 12 pages, and when you first read it, it kind of reads like, oh my gosh, look at all these rules. But once you play it a few times to get the hang of it, it really is pretty easy. It's just a matter of loading up stones, sticking them on boats, and then sending them to one of the five place areas. Yeah, I feel like you don't really need the rule book that much because you can just start playing and all of the little cards and <laughs> sites already have the instructions on them. Yeah, the rules also are kind of a bit exaggerated there. Yeah, and they, they do have a sample game in the rule book. So that's part of the 12 pages of rules is a sample game where they show you how to go through and play the game. So what would you rate this game in total and would you recommend it to others? I would rate it a 4.5 out of 5 stars, just mainly because I'm not good at strategic games. So... It's mainly just because of that. Wait, you're rating it high because it, because you. <laughs> but, no, Wait it's a minute. it's still good. It's good. Okay, it's okay. Still he's good. good. He's just taking point five off because he doesn't like. Because he doesn't like yeah. strategy games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Any game at our house, I rate at least four point five stars. Oh, okay. Because wow. I like lots of games at I our know house. That. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> um, I'd agree I'd, with Evan. I'd say a 4.5 out of 5, but I, but I like strategic games. I think this is a fun game. It's a little bit of setup because there's lots of pieces, but playing it is pretty straightforward. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I would recommend it to families who just want to sit down and have a fun strategic time playing a game. I'd give it an 85.6 out of 100. I really like this game because I win a lot. For some reason, I really just want to see play people who are really good at chess play this game. Because I feel like the strategicness has, like, connections to chess. Mm. Yeah, I'm learning how to play chess, and I'm getting better. So hopefully I'll get better at this game. Okay. Like, if, like if I just see the world's best chess player play this, that'll be, that'll, that would be fun. So that about wraps up this episode of Lunchbox Reaction. We hope that you'll consider playing the game Imhotep. Builder of Egypt by Phil Walker Harding. If you want to find reference for what the game actually looks like in gameplay, then you should check out our website at lunchboxreaction.net where we'll be posting pictures. Thanks to my co-hosts Brian and Evan. See you next week. Bye! And we'll see you next week. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>